Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I have received so many messages from you guys about the Newcastle Knights over the last few days. Uh, they're a team that at the start of the preseason I was really worried about. I was pretty vocal about it. Had uh, had a heap of Newcastle uh, coming at me, which I absolutely love. I think it's great that uh, people of the Newcastle back their team in and stand up for their team and tell me to you know go get stuffed. I think it's unreal. I love how loyal Newcastle fans are, and um, it kills me to have to watch so many. Newcastle fans and what they're going through at the moment. Their club, well, let's call it what it is, it just looks like they're in absolute shambles at the moment. It's like every week there is just something new. I mean, you look a couple of weeks ago, we had all the issues with Adam O'Brien. Um, we've then had all the issues with David Clemmer. You then had Hayden Knowles come out and do a really weird interview, in my opinion, when he came out and sort of spoke after the event. It was sort of done and buried. It was all done. And yeah, oh, I don't really understand what that was about. Um, and now you've had... You know, you're obviously on top of that, you've got Kalen Ponga, who uh, he's out as it is, your best player, like a you know quite a bit of your salary cap, obviously invested in KP, and rightly so. He's the best player at the club. But with him missing, it obviously adds another layer to all of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just... And then this week, the stuff that has happened is... Uh, it's tough, you know. Obviously, uh, there's footage of KP and Kurt Mann, who... You know, are both out injured at the moment. In particular, KP, who's the franchise player, out because of head knocks and whatnot, um, coming out of a cubicle. 
I mean, none of us can prove what happened in there, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think most of us can sort of add one on one and maybe make an assumption what happened, but we have got no proof of that whatsoever. Uh, I did think it was strange that before the Newcastle Knights were able to come out and make a statement, Caelan Ponga's dad came out and made a statement and he got in the media. I, uh, I don't get great vibes from this bloke, to be honest with you. I feel like it's a bit strange how, you know, when KP signed with the Newcastle Knights, he was sitting there. He did a lot of commentating. There was obviously, you know, the text and everything that came out involving Peter O'Sullivan. I don't know. I just I just get a vibe that I, I don't understand why he as a father is so involved with this club, is so front and center. Something just doesn't add up out there, up there. And, you know, I've been saying for a while that, you know, it didn't really make sense to me when they made him the captain. I mean, they also gave the dad a job. I think he's like the assistant coach of the NRLW or something. I mean, it sort of feels like the Newcastle Knights are dating a chick that's heaps hotter than them, way out of their league, and they're just willing to do whatever the hell they can to keep her around. That's what it feels like with KP. Obviously, his dad is very prominent in everything that he does, and they gave him a job on the coaching and, you know, sort of told us nothing to do with KP. This is just part of, you know, we just want him on the coaching staff, et cetera, et cetera. He then led the entire charge of the signings. He was making comments. He's sending texts. You know, just just doing... Just stuff that isn't quite normal. It didn't quite add up the entire time. And then when KP announces he's staying there, who's sitting at the table for the announcement? KP's old man. You know, he got up and spoke at that. It just... I don't know. There's just a lot going on here. KP did re-sign. They also made him captain. It sort of seemed to me like it was two desperate pleas to try and keep a superstar there, which I understand, yeah? The Newcastle Knights, I think if they are going to be successful over the next few years, it's got to be around KP. But, you know, for this situation to unfold... and for our the first words that we hear out of Camp Newcastle to come from Caelan Ponga's dad, and I mean, it has been a little bit comical, let's be perfectly fucking honest here. I'm not sure if I really buy the story they're going with. Um, if so, what a great mate Kurt Mann is to walk into uh, the cubicle with drink in hand and hold KP's hair when he is sick, obviously. You know, all speculation and whatnot, but I just, I, I don't know. It just doesn't all add up to me, and I just don't think that was a great way to handle it. We've heard the NRL that they have come out and they are going to take drug tests of the two boys. Uh, I'll be very interested to see what happens there because I'm sure there'll be people at the NRL that if that drug test does come back positive for some sort of substance, I'm sure there'll be part of the NRL that's going, fuck, do we really want this story or... So we maybe just run with a negative story regardless of the result. And then we just run with this ridiculous story that we're running with from KP's old man. I don't know. It just seems... It just seems a little bit odd to me, the whole thing. And then you've got later this week, over the last few days, you've had Anari Tawala and you've had Bradman Best, who have both um, been sat from, from from first grade football this week because they were late to a bus. I, just, I don't know. I feel like – I almost feel like this is some sort of almost like a distraction from what's been happening during the week. All the eyes are on KP and Kurt Mann, KP, the captain of the club. And then all of a sudden, now we're talking about Bradman Best to I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know if the Newcastle Knights are in a spot where they can be blocking guys from playing first grade for a week because they were late to a bus. I mean, I, I don't know. And you know what? There's the other side of the coin, which I'm sure some Newcastle fans will tell me that, you know, it's about setting standards. We're restarting setting standards. We're getting it all right. We're not going to accept any bullshit. And you know what? I, ho I hope that's what it is because if so, good on the Newcastle Knights. They're trying to turn this all around and I back it. But at the moment... 
it just doesn't seem to be working out. It feels like this Newcastle Knights franchise is just in a little bit of free fall. I'm looking at their team. It's stacked. 1-17, to essentially outside of the halfback jersey. It's great this year. They have gone like an absolute busted. You know, I said they'd be bottom four. I probably thought they'd be 13th. Yeah, 13th, 12th, which, you know, they're pretty close to that, but... I mean, outside of the Gold Coast Titans, they have been by far and away the worst team in the competition this year. You can throw in the West Tigers too if you want, but the West Tigers have shown a bit of fight here and there. They've won a few games that have been impressive. You take out the first few weeks of the NRL season where the Newcastle Knights came out and looked like the fucking Globetrotters. Outside of that, what have they won? I think they've won four games of football since that period, since they started 2-0. and I mean... That's pretty fucking disappointing. And I look at the Titans side and I go, you know what? They're going like a busted. No doubt about that. But look how young their side is. Look at how many experienced guys are in key positions. I look at the Newcastle Knights. If you were to line the Knights lineup next to the Gold Coast Titans lineup, I'm sorry, with all due respect to the Titans, and I respect the Titans because they are in a rebuild. They're in a tough position. They're backing their young guns in. But I would take the vast majority of the Newcastle team over the Gold Coast Titans. You look at their front row, David Clemmer, Jacob Saifedi, Daniel Saifedi. That's three guys that have played Origin the last few years. You look at their centers, Bradman Best, meant to be one of the next big young guns. you got Dane Gagai. He's one of the best Origin players we've ever fucking seen. Then you got Kalen Ponger at fullback. I know he's not there now, but he's played a lot of this season. He wasn't overly impressive during that period. They plucked Anthony Milford out of nowhere. He's been a saving grace. I think their centers have been really good. Dominic Young's improved out of nowhere. He's been sensational this season. And then I've you got guys like Mitch Barnett. You've got guys like Kurt Mann. I know some of them are missing footy now and whatever, but they've been available for the vast majority of the season. And there's just nothing doing. I cannot get my head around what is going on up there at the Newcastle Knights. Fucking Tyson Frizzell. Haven't even said his name. He's another Kangaroos standard player. If they pick the Kangaroos World Cup squad tomorrow and Tyson Brazell is in it, I wouldn't bat an eyelid. I'd go, okay, yeah, he's done a job before. He's an experienced guy. He's never going to let you down. He's always going to be solid. I mean, you've got Tyson Brazell on one edge. You've got Dane Gaga on the other edge. You've got three New South Wales standard front rowers in the middle. You've got back rowers galore. I just, I cannot comprehend why this club is going so poorly. And I don't know if it's a reflection of what's happening off the field. I've got no idea what's going on. But the Newcastle Knights, they should not be in this shambles. And, and like, as I said, at the start of the season, I thought it was going to be a poor year, yeah? I had them bottom four. They It looks like they're going to finish bottom four. They're just in front of the Titans, who have had four wins, and the West Tigers, who have had four wins as well. So they've had two more wins than both those clubs. Keep in mind, the West Tigers, I mean, they did get a win off the Titans in extra time where the ball hit the sticks, and they, they just lost there. Um, they also obviously had the game against the North Queensland Cowboys that they should have won. I mean, it should be a little bit closer than what it is, and that's how unfortunate it is to the Newcastle Knights. They're on the same amount of wins at the moment as the New Zealand Warriors, who look at all the stuff they've had go against them. They've got to go. They've got to play two home games so far this year. They're on the same as Newcastle. You look at how many Sunday afternoon and Saturday afternoon games, sunny afternoons in Newcastle, where the fans come out and pack that stadium, and look at the performances they've thrown up. I mean. Mate, I'm not, I'm not a Newcastle fan, obviously, and fuck, I'm filthy. I can't imagine how Knights fans must be feeling now when it is such a shit fight on the field, and then in the, during the week, I think it's worse at the moment. Every week, there are one or two stories coming out of Newcastle at the moment that, for me, just show poor leadership within the club. 
I mean, I know they don't want to be one of those clubs that, you know, sacks a coach every few years, and Adam O'Brien's been building something the last few years, and he's got a good squad. But I just, I don't know where they go from here. The Newcastle Knights, what do they do over the next few weeks? They named Anthony Milford at six. You know he's not going to be there next year. Give a Phoenix Crossland a gig. Give, give a young guy a go. I see that they've named a young bloke at centre to make his debut. That's great to see. But, I mean, Milford at six, he's not going to be there next year. Start to blood some kids. As Kempe said on Monday, pluck a kid out of wherever the hell. Pluck the next best halfback that's not in your top 30 and just get him in there. I just I don't understand why the Newcastle Knights are so poor on the field and I cannot work out for the fucking life of me why they are such a shit fight off the field. Why is the only thing that's happening in Newcastle over the last three weeks been negatives after negatives after negatives and seemingly reasonably avoidable things. <laughs> I mean, almost certainly avoidable things. You got a front rower. You got your best front rower arguing with the trainer. They finally sort that out. He gets suspended for a week. Sweet. Good way to set standards there. That's fine. And then you got Hayden Knowles who wants to go on and, and, and get interviewed when the, the issue is solved. It's done. And then he brings it up again and it just brings it back up into the face of Newcastle Knights fans. I mean, I just don't understand why you would do that interview and bring it back up again. It just makes no sense to me. Then you've got the shit fight of players getting in trouble the last few weeks. And then you've got the captain now who's under investigation. People are calling for him to lose the captaincy. He only just got the fucking thing. I mean, he, he is he is in the first, what, six months, four months of a five-year deal. And we're already saying, should KP lose the captaincy? I don't know what comes back of this drug test, but to be perfectly honest with you, even if it comes back negative and it's all hunky-dory and we're buying into the story that his father has sold that he was sick as a dog because he was celebrating and Kurt Mann had to come in and hold his hair over a fucking toilet bowl, I'm sitting here going, you know what? As a Newcastle fan, I know that KP's not playing at the moment because he's had a heap of head knocks, a heap of HIAs. I don't know if I want KP out getting so drunk that Kurt Mann has to come into a toilet cubicle with him and hold his hair. It's just not a good look. And if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be filthy. I'm all for the boys enjoying themselves and whatnot, but... Fuck, you've got to be smarter than that, don't you? And if I'm a Newcastle fan, I'd be filthy. Shout out to the fucking moron, by the way, that chased him around with a mobile phone. You're an absolute dog. I really hope that no rugby league guru podcast listeners are out doing that on the weekend. I don't con- condone the way that the boys acted and whatever, but fuck, take a long, hard look in the mirror if you're the guy following them around a pub with your phone trying to get that and then putting it on social media for your own clout. Absolute dog shit form. Very, very low that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But it doesn't excuse the boys' behavior and how this club is acting at the moment. They play the Canberra Raiders this week. 
it's going to be very interesting to see how they go here. They're going to have they're going to lose two of their strike centers, two of their strike outside backs. Kurt Mann and KP drama, everything going on. Adam O'Brien, you would have to imagine he is under a shit ton of pressure at the moment. I mean, I don't know if he sees the rest of this year out. To be honest with you, if they like they they could finish this season with no more wins. I think there's a really good chance they finish this season with no more wins. They play the Raiders this week. They play the Gold Coast Titans next week, I believe. The week after, sorry. Um, Fuck, isn't that going to be interesting? I mean, if they lose to the Titans, I believe it's at Newcastle too. I'll just check that for you guys because I don't want to uh, be talking shit, but I think it's up at Newcastle. So this week, they sorry, this week they play the Canberra Raiders in Newcastle. So that'll be a big one. Another game coming up against a good team Sunday afternoon, home game. And then the next week they go to the Gold Coast to play the Titans. And that one, you know, that game could potentially decide the spoon. Probably won't, but it could potentially. Um, and then they finish the season, another game in Newcastle against the Sharks. So they've got two really hard games to finish the season. The Canberra Raiders playing for their season at home. The Cronulla Sharks in the last round, who will probably be playing for a top four berth in Newcastle. Both Sunday afternoons, the Newcastle Knights, bread and butter for a very long time. And then in the middle of that, they play the Gold Coast Titans, who have also been a really struggling franchise this year, up on the Gold Coast, who seemingly on the weekend just found some form. Really good chance Newcastle Knights finish this season 0-3, and God knows what else is going to come out over the next few weeks. I am very worried about Newcastle moving forward, and I feel very, very sorry for all you Newcastle Knights fans, because I know how loyal and how patient you all are, and I love, I love how you all at the start of the year told me to go and get stuffed when I said they'd be bottom four because I love that you guys stand up for your club and you believe in the direction your club is going and I feel for you you at the moment because good God it is getting tougher and tougher to watch as the days go by. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.